Now, the struggle for electricity continues in parts of Pimville in Soweto. Irate residents say that they've been without power for over a year and a damaged mini substation has never been fixed and they allege that Eskom officials were involved in damaging the substation. This report by Maheketla Muslabi. This is Sun Valley, Soweto, on a bone-chilly night. As fireflies flicker over a makeshift fire of wood and cupboard boxes, residents like Cecilia Depu feel hard done by Eskom. It's dark. We're severely affected by the cold. Rooms are too cold. We don't even know what to do. We don't know what ESCOM is doing. We were the first people to vote in 1994. Others, like Gabe Zumalebu, believe the dark encourages criminal activity. You can't keep people in the dark for a year. Does not make sense, my brother. Crime has escalated. There's now rapes, there's now hijackings. It's dark. It's dark, my brother. Children's education also compromised. Instead of studying, they are here, scrambling for a bit of heat. We feel cold. It's also cold in the house. The smoke from the paraffin stoves makes us cough. We don't even know what to buy with the last money left. And as as which is not one year, Sangana case like Sashupe. We are really struggling. How are we going to write approaching exams without electricity? May they please resolve the electricity issue? It's too cold this June. On the street lies a partially stripped substation, an inside job suspected. There's no one that can use these tools, the yes. local guys. This is, this is sure that is the ESCOM guy that came here to strip this box. ESCOM says Pimville is number four on the list to have the mini substation replaced. Spokesperson Daphne Mokwena could not commit to a deadline amid delayed stock delivery. My understanding is that we were chased in the past uh, when we wanted to assist or do the conversion and these are the the some of the root causes you know that actually lead to you know transformers or mini subs failing the power utility has admitted that some of its employees are guilty we have opened up cases for some and uh, and currently in prison as well residents are planning a protest at the power utility on wednesday Margaret Mushabe, sabc news pinville soweto well, I can just tell you before we uh, link up with my Heketla again, breaking news right now is that uh, stage four of load shedding will uh, kick in at 2 p.m. today. So from 2 p.m., we're no longer on stage two. We are now uh, going to have stage four load shedding from 2 p.m. this afternoon. With that said, uh, let's uh, follow up on the story of the Soweto residents who've now taken their protest uh, to Eskom's Megawatt Park headquarters. Residents are complaining of electricity problems and poor service delivery by the power utility, and they say they've been without electricity in some areas for over a year. Uh, Maike Ketla Mutlabe is on the scene there to tell us more. Maike Ketla, good afternoon. So please, uh, please start by just giving us a 
sense of what's happening outside the ESCOM headquarters and how many people have actually turned up? Yo, a very good day to you, Sakida. Well, I can tell you that uh, when we arrived here around 10 a.m., we just saw a small group of people. But then minutes after, we then saw about two buses um, uh, offloading people from uh, Soweto here, and they had been singing outside uh, the gates, uh, the closed gates of ASCOM headquarters here in Sunning Hill. Uh, but I can tell you that uh, at this stage, uh, there's about 10 delegates uh, that are actually representing uh, residents of Soweto. They are inside uh, the premises of ASCOM, and they are actually trying to iron out these issues. Um, some are outside the gates, and mainly uh, residents, some, of course, uh, elderly residents, and one of them is that, uh, uh, I mean, you had her in that story, uh, Cecilia Depu, she's 66 year old. She's just sitting on a camping chair outside the gates of uh, uh, ESCOM, and she's going to speak to me now. And, uh, uh, Gogo, you actually mentioned that, uh, I mean, you're among those who voted first in 1994, uh, and yet uh, you were hoping for a better life, but here are actually power outages happening in Pinville. Yes, in Pinville, Sun Valley. It's been a year now without electricity. We're sitting, still sitting in the dark. In the dark. And we reported the matter to ESCOM. They promised to repair the, our, our green box. But they never did. Instead... The, the, the transformer has been stolen. They came to steal the transformer. And I'm definitely sure. That the, I'm not speculating. The people who stole that box is the people from ESCOM because it's not been cut. It has been taken out by, by, by a, a spanner. The people who know how to work with electricity. So now we say enough is enough. We've been waiting for them. They've been sending us from pillar to post. But now we say enough is enough. That's why you came here without any uh, counselor. We don't want uh, uh, people of government to, to lead us now. Yeah. That's why you decided to come as as community. Absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, uh, they are hopeful that uh, this will be resolved. Uh, Sakina, you also had some of the uh, learners in that package. And, uh, I can tell you that one of them is here, grade two learner, Tidiso. Of course, with the consent of his mother, he's going to speak to us. Tiriso, you are born at Kala <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Sakida, just to, to wrap it up for you, uh, he's saying that uh, it's difficult to actually get up to go to school, knowing that he will use cold water to bath. And uh, he says that uh, with the experience that they've actually been going through with this uh, power outages, he says he knows about one of the elderly citizens who was banned by paraffin stove. And these are some of the issues that they are exposed to, uh, Sakina. And um, his plea to ESCOM is to actually get the electricity back. And I'm just going to wrap it up with one of the residents. We know that uh, it's said that ESCOM uh, is owed uh, about 13 billion rands by Soweto. But I can tell you that there is one of the residents here who says that, in fact, ESCOM owes me. Mama, thanks so much for your time. And your name uh, is Itebokheng Maluleke. Yes. Talk to me. You say ESCOM owes you. ESCOM owes me 5,000 couple of hundreds. I've been getting statements from ESCOM showing that amount that they are owing me. But when I query the problem that I'm facing, not having electricity for the whole year, I don't get a solution. We've been asking them. They told us that our councillor is failing us. When we talked to our councillor, he said people of ESCOM are very rude. When she talked to them, they don't answer her nicely and now we don't know who's supposed to be helping us that's why we are here today at megawatt we want escom to tell us what's going to happen to our box because this thing is frustrating us we are getting sick because of experiencing this cold when it's freezing we've got nothing to do because now everything has gone up we are using we are trying to use the gels for the stoves the gel has gone up or two liter of gel now is 45 rand we can't cope with this. ESCOM needs to help us. Today, that's why we are here. We need a solution from ESCOM to tell us what's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Sakin, I can tell you that when we spoke to ESCOM uh, yesterday, they told the SABC that uh, the reason why they are not able to actually assist uh, in that area is because uh, they are chased away. But some of the residents actually um, dismissed that uh, statement, uh, saying that that never happened in Pimville. We never saw ESCOM officials coming through to come and actually replace uh, that mini substation that has not been attended to to make sure that lights are back in Pimville. Delegation is here. They are still discussing and we are hopeful that, in fact, they are hopeful as well that uh, when they leave here, they will go back to Soweto and come across lights on tonight. Uh, hoping along with you, given this freezing weather, sounds like elderly people, children there uh, taking their plight to the ESCOM headquarters at Megawatt Park. And let's give ESCOM the benefit for the doubt just for a moment and say, OK, the residents chased away the electricians uh, who were sent to restore uh, the power supply to Pimville. So... What's happening now? Why don't you send them back since the community is denying that and saying that they actually would not have done? Because I I fail to understand why people would chase someone away who's coming to solve their problem. But that's just me. Uh, So we'll see how that one ultimately gets resolved or not, because it's been going on for over a year. Well, stage four load shedding starting at 2 p.m. until 10 p.m. this evening. And then stage two load shedding resumes from that point until we were told Sunday. So 
energy expert uh, Ted Blom joins us now to talk about this. Ted, good afternoon. I gave you a call the other day to talk about this load shedding, rolling load shedding. So what is actually going on here? It just seems to me that uh, yeah, Eskom has completely been in denial for the last uh, week uh, uh, and a bit. Uh, uh, I indicated last week that we were in serious trouble with load shedding and that Eskom was underreporting the load shedding. And I guess, uh, you know, they keep it quiet until they can no longer do so and uh, have to come clean. Uh, but, yeah, the country's in serious, serious, serious problems. I mean, uh, the fact of the matter is Eskom has not been able to show us one power station, not one power station, that's been overhauled as was promised by the new CEO in January last year. He said he's going to overhaul everything within 18 months and get uh, OEM warranties. I'm asking them, I'm challenging ESCOM, show me one power station out of the 14 coal power stations that has been properly refurbished and has an OEM warranty. Uh, this is the problem with ESCOM, is that the people blow off stuff that they don't know anything about. So what is the solution, uh, even if it's just in the short term, if we can try and reduce the, uh, the, the, the amount of load shedding that we're currently dealing with? What can be done? What should be done? Yeah, there's some technical uh, yeah, solutions that uh, are possible. But you know what? Uh, uh, talking to Eskom about technical issues seems to be like uh, 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 a waste of time. I don't want to give you the, 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 the saying because it would be a bit rude. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that uh, you can't talk technical issues to a team that doesn't understand technical issues. Uh, the fact of the matter is uh, um, I've spoken to my team. We believe that we can bring a relief of between 10 and 15 percent virtually immediately. Uh, um, but, but, you know, we're not going to start that over the air. Uh, the energy industry is a competitive industry. And if Eskom doesn't know what to do, well, then they need to approach people who do know what to do. Uh, and, 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 uh, and there are there are issues that can be resolved that will provide some allevi- alleviation. But the fact of the matter is they've run the units into the ground. And um, uh, whichever way, uh, um, one needs to have also a political decision because, I mean, I find it very difficult to understand that Eskom's putting in billions and billions of rands or promising to do so to fix the units up. And then on the other hand, they promise to take them all offline from 2025 because we've signed the Paris Agreement. Uh, I, I, but then there's, then there's a big hole. Uh, they don't tell you what they're going to do to create energy after 2025. So the whole thing is a complete mess. The only way out in the shelter is for Mr. Mantash to be brave and open up the grid so we South African entrepreneurs can create the solution for the country. And uh, just a quick uh, final one, Ted, with regard to the reserves being depleted. That's what Eskom said in their earlier statements. What does that mean? Okay, that means that in simple terms they've run out of diesel. In 12 years, since Eskom have uh, created or, or bought those uh, OCGT diesel generators in the Cape, uh, Atlantis and Mossel Bay, in 12 years, they have been able to put a pipeline uh, or put storage in. So it means that uh, when uh, the bunker uh, ship that they have in Cape Town Harbor is empty, they then have to go to the high seas and have a look and see if there's another ship with fuel, diesel, uh, floating past there on its way to Europe. And then they have to start bidding for that guy to breach his contract and offload and give the fuel to Esco. Uh, in other words, they have to bribe him. Uh, let's be plain about it. They have to bribe the captain of the ship 
to breach his contract and to t- uh, dump the fuel uh, at Eskom's po- the point of the, uh, the loading in, in Cape Town Harbour. Uh, time, wow. time again, in, you in know the what, years, they haven't done the stories that they need to, need to have done. Tell you what, that is quite a huge claim. I'm going to park it there because I think we need to bring Eskom in to speak to us about this and uh, to respond uh, to this allegation. But thanks so much for your time, uh, Ted Blom, energy expert, uh, just helping us understand what's going on and why we've been plunged into stage four load shedding at this stage.